The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Outdoor Recreation Archive, a collaboration between OPDD and USU Special Collections to preserve the history and print materials of the people, products, and brands of the outdoor industry. Follow the archive at Outdoor Rec Archive on Instagram. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode, we share a lecture from Don Tao Young, the Director of Global Product Design for Carhartt. Don talks about her transition from fast fashion into designing durable product for a workwear brand and the day-to-day in design leadership at Carhartt. I'm really excited to be here this morning with you guys. And, you know, Chase had asked me if I can share a little bit about really the the reality of design world um, and and really through the Carhartt lens or how we do things um, at Carhartt here. And I was kind of thinking through what the best way and how to best share with you, um, you know, remembering about 20 years back when I was in your shoes in design school and, and really trying to think about the things that I wish I knew or that people had shared with me regarding being a designer in the industry. Um, so I did put together a little deck for you. Um, I know that I'm giving about 30, 35 minutes to share with you some insights and in, in how we do things and how really designing in real world business um, um, works, especially through Carhartt and through our very unique um, brand, um, such as a workwear brand that happens to be trending um, and very relevant right now today. So I will go ahead and um, share my deck, but you know, I know we'll, we'll have time at the end for you to ask me questions. I'm very happy to, to really answer anything that you may have, any curiosities or anything in terms of so that you learn and understand um, you know, the great role we play as designers or as problem solvers or design engineers in the industry. So just excited to see so many of you interested to, to be a part of this, this industry. I'm, you know, I've been in the industry for over 20 years and I love what I do and there's meaning and purpose behind um, everything we do. And I think that's so important for all of us. So I'll go ahead and share the slide, um, jot down your questions, and we definitely will have time at the end of the class to go over anything you may have. Okay, so I just wanted to start with myself. Um, you know, I've been in the industry, like I said, over 20 years. I'm actually going on my 10th year at Carhartt, and I was brought into Carhartt to really grow our women's business 10 years ago, and I can't believe I'm. it's been a decade. Um, but, you know, I actually came from from fast fashion. And I was in fast fashion for about a good decade. 
Um, and then I was starting to realize that I, I didn't really know if I wanted to stay in the fashion industry. Um, I wanted to have more purpose, more meaning behind what I did. I knew that I was talented and that I loved design um, and that I loved apparel, right? Um, so I really just kind of searched. I, I did a lot of internal searching and really talking to my parents and, and really trying to understand what I wanted to do if I wanted to stay as a designer. Um, and I was really fortunate because Carhartt came up as an opportunity and I grew up blue collar. You know, so my dad, he he actually has a farm out in, in Missouri and, and he really had encouraged me to really take my talents and my strengths and apply it to, to a brand like Carhartt, a more purposeful brand. And I made the decision to come to Carhartt um, to Michigan about 10 years ago. And I, I would have to say it was the best personal and professional decision that I, I've ever made um, um, just because I really started to look at what my values were. Um, you know, as a, a mom, you know, as a person who cares about design. Um, and I started to search for a brand or a company that really would resonate with my own um, values in life, you know, and I think that's so important as you guys get into design to really think about not only what your mission or your values or your purpose as a human and as a designer is, but also align it with the company, whether you join a brand a company or you create your own, um, you have to ensure that that really makes sense for you, you know, because you could really get into the industry and and you could work in the, the 10 years or the decades that, you know, 20 years that I've been in the industry, they go by fast. And then you don't want to look back and have any regrets either. So I think my biggest lesson um, in the industry is really being a part of a brand or a part of a team that really aligns with my values. So that's why I put together quickly this slide for you. Um, as you start to kind of learn your way through um, and see if design really is for you or um, to see how you can bring more purpose um, to your own lives as well. So I, what I wanted to do is really share with you the importance of a brand or a company's mission and vision, really understanding how you build product for a consumer or a customer. And because um, in design, you're going to, I'm sure you all went into design because you love design. You love problem solving. You love apparel engineering. You love the outdoor industry, right? Um, and you love that for yourself. But really to become successful, you truly have to understand that it is a business and you have to understand who is wearing your the product that you're designing and if it's working, right? So a lot of it is listening and researching and having true empathy um, for that consumer that day in and day out is wearing the product that you're designing. Um, and that to me is probably the biggest lesson you know, because I went to, to fashion school and I put together collections that I thought were amazing, that worked for me, but I really didn't understand the true business of it and really truly listening and empathizing, um, uh, you know, to, towards my consumer until I was in the industry. So that's something that's really important as you guys grow and, and develop. So I wanted to share with you a little bit about what we call within my design department, um, our DNA, our DNA design guidebook. And we share this with anyone who's incoming into the design department. We share it with our accounts, you know, uh, 
like stores or retailers that sell our product, we share it with our vendors. Um, just because we don't want to forget the reason why we're here and the reason why we we engineer product for for our customers day in and day out. So that's so important. Um, so I'll do it through the um, the Carhartt lens, you know, and then you can get to know Carhartt a little bit more. Um, we're always looking for for some great new design talent. So hopefully, out of here, um, I'll be hearing from some of you. We're a fast growing brand, and we're always looking for some great talent. So you um, you know, Chase can give you my email, and you're gonna connect with our recruiters as well. But um, I'll tell you a little bit about Carhartt, you know, and as you look, as you graduate and look for brands to be a part of, really understand what their mission is, you know, so and their values, right? Because it's important for you to go in every day and feel good about what you do. Um, and that you are really supporting the mission and, and the vision and the values of that company that you're working for. So at Carhartt, our mission is we build rugged products to serve and protect all hardworking people. It always starts with um, the hardest working people, whether they're blue collar or not, but they have to have that mindset of really providing and working hard for their families. Um, and that keeps us real. You know, um, we're out there listening to them on those job sites. A lot of these people are our families or we grew up blue collar or we know people who have to work, um, you know, from and they, you know, a lot of um, actually one time I had visited a sheep farmer and they work from from, you know, when it's like dark out to when it's dark out. Right. Their days are long and and really understanding what they go through and trying to solve for their challenges um, keeps us going. So that mission to really serve and protect them is something that we think through every time we put a sketch on paper or prototype anything. Um, we also have to keep in mind our core values, you know, and um, one of our core values is really to act like our founder, Hamilton Carhartt. Right now, Carhartt is still a family run business. Um, we're going on the third generation. Um, and it was founded by um, our founder, Hamilton Carhartt. And he was always inspired by hardworking people. You know, the brand actually started in 1889. So about a, over 130 years ago, actually. Not a lot of brands can say they're 130 years old. So so we got a lot of history and we got a lot of people to, in, to ensure and keep happy with our product. Um, so we want to make sure that we're always inspired by them you know, um, and that we're really listening to them. Um, a brand with so much history, we also want to also respect our past. Um, we have a lot of people who rely on our product, um, who trust in what we do. Um, so we always have to respect our past, our history, but yet we have to walk bravely into the future. And what that means is really understanding the changing mindsets, you know, the, the changing environments around us globally, right? Um, you have to keep in mind, whatever it is, global, social, anything that's going on around in the world that may be changing the way our consumer is living and and buying product or, or or really working, we have to respect that and we have to evolve our product as well. And then um, our last core value is it's something that's so important and why I think Carhartt is such a, such a gem of a brand and a company within the apparel product industry is we always have to do the right thing. And we work with honesty and integrity and whether it's protecting and solving for 
our consumers' needs or whether it's our partnerships with our vendors and our mills around the world. Um, we always make our decisions based on being honest and having integrity. So that's so important. And that is why I think it's so important to always remember whether you, you know, come out of school, starting your own company or joining a company to, to know that, hey, you know what, I resonate with their values and I'm going to go in every day and I'm going to really think about that um, as a design or develop or build product um, for the future. Um, I'm just going to quickly go over this. I thought this was really important when I talk about understanding the brand, the company, and the consumer. This is um, a timeline of how Carhartt started and some of our biggest moments. You know, like I said, we're over 130 years old. Old. We were based out of Detroit and are still based out of Detroit. We're actually in Dearborn, Michigan right now, which is right outside of Detroit, about 20 minutes. It's a suburb of Detroit. And we're still there and we're growing. And um, I wanted to kind of showcase some of the growth and the changes um, along the way within the 130 years. Um, like I said, in 89, we started the, not me, <laughs> Hamilton Carhartt started the brand by being out there um, with the railroad, uh, railroad workers and understanding their needs for road durable overalls, right? And that's how the company started, you know, and then we worked through and, and really survived the war in the 40s, brought in a, a lot of women in our factories to, to make workwear. Um, so that was so important, women being the backbone of our company um, throughout the years. Um, we launched several different programs. And it's so interesting as you guys get into the industry. Um, but, you know, I think the most challenging thing about being a designer is to really um, keep keep the, the past and the history strong in terms of product that has always worked, but then really evolving it also so that you can um, keep it stronger and bring in new consumers, right? So we have this like workwear t-shirt um, and it's like boxy and we do multi-millions of units of it. And it was like, it was launched in 2000, right? And it's still exactly what it is today. And it's so interesting. I don't know, many of you probably weren't even born in 2000, um, but it's still exactly what it is. And it continues to grow and be such an icon um, to Carhartt. And it's so crazy. Um, I'm always challenging my um, top team how do you take that pocket workwear tee and how do you evolve it, whether you evolve it, different materials, um, you know, like expanding color, really understanding fit, bringing it into women's, you know, all of that is challenges that we as designers do. And with something as basic as a T-shirt that has a pocket. Um, but the challenge is it's 20 years old and it's doing really well. But how do you keep challenging yourself to evolve it? So that's just an example there's a lot of great things on this timeline in terms of growth um, and changes and how we've evolved. Um, we are a global company. We have, um, I think some of you may know of our um, work in progress, our, our WIP brand, which is design out, out of Europe. Um, and we also have our uh, EMEA brand, which is a global Carhartt workwear brand that's across Europe, the Middle East, and Asia. So we are a large global presence, whether it is for true uniform workwear or a really um, workwear-inspired product like our WIP product um, over in Europe. So um, it's quite complex, um, and it is a great challenge um, as we work through um, evolving and bringing in new seasons. Um, 
as a design team. And then I'll, um, I'm going to go ahead and I do have a few slides to show you how there's a, the design process works at Carhartt, but I really wanted um, to start with this page here. Um, as designers, remember, you always have to listen, right? You're so before you tell your story about how important your design is, or before you start selling your, your concepts, you always have to listen. That's, we call it story, or I call it story listening, right? You always have to listen and understand and empathize before you can create. Um, otherwise, you're just doing something for yourself, you know, and that may be great, but to really expand upon a business and to, to bring in product for the consumer, you have to first listen. Um, and then you learn. So right now you're in school and you're going to learn so much and, you know, you're going to learn what to do and what not to do. But in the industry, you know, even at my, my, my position, I'm always learning. Um, you have to keep that um, keep your brain open to always learn and involve not only yourself, but as you start to build teams and as you build departments like I do, um, you have to keep that your learning capacity open because um, that's how you evolve, right? Um, and then obviously a word that we all love is um, that's then you create that's when you create, right? That's when you can design and make meaningful, meaningful, purposeful design decisions that can affect your brand and the people you're um, designing for. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about our Carhartt consumer. So, or any consumer, as you start to design and build your product, um, as you graduate and get into the workforce, always remember who's buying that product, right? And um, think of them first before you think of anything else. Um, a part of my design um, DNA book that we share with our department is that we have to understand that we make gear for everyone. Um, and with Carhartt, with workwear, um, we're not, a lot of people don't buy us because um, they want to buy our product. They buy because they need to. Um, and that's so important. And then it makes a big difference when we do design, right? And so we have to understand that our consumer is um, deeply rooted and they, they, they respect hands, hands-on work, hardworking day-to-day work. And they um, respect our brand because of that. And they trust that we, it can, our product can protect them and, and really live through many generations um, um, in their families. So, so important for us to always think about that. Um, we think a lot about, um, within Carhartt at least, the 24-7 way of life. You know, I know we always, we have that targeted focus on workwear, but we know that people wear our product outside of their eight to 10 hour workday. You know, so we always build our gear um, for outside of work as well. And we, we, and we call it the 24-7 um, you know, a lot of our consumers enjoy the outdoors. So a lot of our focus is really building product so that they can wear on the job site and off, whether they hunt fish, kayak or or um, a camp. You know, um, we ensure that it is versatile enough for just workwear. And um, I think that's the thing that's so important because you start to understand how important um, the hard earned dollar is, you know, how you stretch it and how important that purchase is. So we want to make sure that it is versatile and functional for all aspects of their day and their lives. 
So I wanted to spend some time on talking through how we build or how we design at Carhartt. Um, um, you know, and I think it's a unique way of doing so. And it really brings us back to being more purposeful and thoroughly listening, thoroughly listening and understanding and empathizing with our consumer. Um, this slide here, actually, I just wanted to show you. We have like a great assortment of iconic Carhartt product that are hundreds of years old. Like that t-shirt I was telling you, it's 20 years old. We have bibs and we have active jacks that are older than me. Um, um, you know, like, so it means that something's working with Carhartt. And it, it's so interesting with Carhartt is that we've never marketed until a few years ago. We've never had con campaigns until a few marketing campaigns until, until a few years ago. So like the whole word of mouth marketing is probably the strongest because you trust the people that you talk to in terms of them recommending product, right? Um, so an important thing about us is ensuring that those icons live and continue to be strong. So that's why I had this, this slide here for you. But with our design process, um, I'll tell you a little bit about how we start. Um, again, it's not always as step, you know, in step in terms of one through step nine here, but um, it does go first full circle. But we do a lot of research, you know, as designers, we work inside our office building, our design space, which is pretty awesome design space. And right now, a lot of us are working from home um, as I am. But we do a ton of research. Um, we're out there. We're talking to the consumers. I was just actually two weeks ago out in um, Cape Cod and in the Boston area, really trying to understand. Um, there's a lot of new generation farmers. Um, and we actually met with a few of them who are cranberry bog, who own home, owns cranberry bogs, right? So they're cranberry farmers. And it's so interesting. We know a lot about like, like Midwest farming and all of that, but we don't know much about farming in water, um, you know, and their needs of, they work in cranberry bogs and they're flooded and their needs are very different from other farmers. So that's why we're out there. And I was there um, for a few days, you know, so we met with um, younger people, really getting into farming, first-generation farming, understanding the reason why they're doing it, uh, preserving the industry, um, and why they're learning to be farmers. is so inspirational to me and my team. We met with equestrians also out in the Boston area, um, a Black woman who really wanted to really change the story of uh, being an equestrian and, and being in the horse world, basically. And her and her business partner built um, really a, a horse farm and really built programs, riding programs for those who cannot afford to ride. Um, and, you know, so just really inspirational people doing different things and changing the industry, um, you know, and so we're always meeting people like that. And that gives us um, the opportunity to understand why young people are getting into certain industries and certain trades. It gives us the opportunity to be in their environment. You know, when we were out on the bog, it was wet, cold, incredibly windy. Um, and, you know, you can only do so much designing within four walls, right? Um, but when you're actually out there and you're out there from seven in the morning to five at night and you're seeing what they're going through and you're talking to them and you're helping them, then you truly understand um, the product that you need to be designing for them. So that research and that job site 
um, being on the job site is so important. Um, so that's always number one, you know, and again, starting with the consumer. And then we do do a ton of sketching. We sketch our solutions. We sketch and reiterate. We, um, you know, as a as a design team, we sketch on um, Adobe Illustrator, which I think you may be learning or be learning soon. We also are and when I say continuous learning, we have just put our design team through CLO, um, designing 3D. You know, that's going to be design of the future in terms of designing and iterating um, product 3D. So we're working through that as a car design team. I'm actually learning CLO, which is so incredible. Um, so that's inc- um, incredible in terms of evolving yourself. Um, now, I mean, now our design process includes sketches that literally are 3D. So you're, it's like literally a video game or like we're able to um, work the product around um, how it would look th- um, 3D dimensionally. And it's incredible what technology can do in terms of helping aiding the design process. What we also do at Carhartt that is really important. And I think that is awesome. And a lot of brands are doing this now too. Um, but I, I really do think this is a uh, the way to do it is to seek feedback, to get that feedback, get it tested, um, to ensure that the quality and the functionality is there, especially if you're going into outdoor design, outdoor gear or product design. Obviously, it's got to pass the test of um, whatever you're doing, right? Whatever the consumer is doing. So we get the product out there. We design, we iterate, we make the decisions. We solicit feedback, and then we actually get the product out there to, to wear test. Um, and then they tell us the truth, whether it works um, or doesn't work, um, so that we are confident in launching it. So that's why the design process, when you get into the, the design industry, a purposeful, functional design. It's a long process because it's not as simple as sketch to paper, proto to sampling, sampling to production. Um, it takes a lot of great insight and testing to ensure that the product is the right product. Um, so that seeking feedback, field testing, all of that is so important as you rebuild, as you build that prototype and rebuild it. Um, and then fit is also very important. You know, being inclusive of all shapes and sizes, you know, um, men and women, um, ensuring that fit is right. Um, for us as workwear, um, fit is really important because it could mean safety. Um, you know, it, it could mean, hey, my draw cords aren't going to get stuck in um that draw core fit around my hood, around my head and my face. When loosened, it's not going to be get stuck in a machine or that belt loop is not going to get stuck in a machine like or that fit is closer in so that I'm able to move um, so that I'm able to kneel when I'm on the rooftop um, building solar panels. So things like that have to we think about things like that all the time. So fit and function is so important. You know, and a big part of design is also production, right? So we have to sketch, get the feedback, build a prototype, test it, have the confidence in launching it, ensuring that fit is right. We have to go into production. We're constantly traveling, um, really partnering with our vendors and our partners to ensure that production specs are met, um, that, you know, production and supply chain is a huge part of being in the design world that I don't know if many people do learn, you know, about, I didn't learn about it until I, um, I got into design into actually, um, 
working. Um, but ensuring that your vendors understand, people making your product understand what your design intentions are, understanding that quality is so important when it when you go through production and supply chain. Um, so that's super important. I wanted to make sure I talked about that too. But um, the in- in-store experience, I wanted to add that too, um, is so important, right? When the product launches, how the consumer is seeing it, how it's marketed, um, how they're trying it on. If you have a brand as big as Carhartt, you can go to a Carhartt store, you can go to a sporting goods store, you can go to a mom and pop store, you know, and, and really get the experience. So how do you ensure that your designs can really, um, like when somebody comes into the store, they could truly understand what your design is all about in terms of benefiting them in that in-store experience. And then something that's really important that I included in here as well is repair and refurbish. You know, um, something that's um, a value of, of Carhartt is that you can wear your garments forever. You can pass it down from generation to generation because we make our product repairable. You can send it in. We'll send you repair patches. And we want to make sure that we're doing our part in terms of waste, waste, um, apparel waste. And we want to make sure that product lasts you a lifetime. Um, So we have a really great repair and refurbish um, program here, our card as well. So that has to be put into... um, consideration as we design, you know, as we put pen on paper, we have to know, hey, how is it going to be repaired? If it rips, can they mend it? If that zipper pulls off, how can you put that uh, if that zipper pulls off, how do you how do you repair that zipper? If that knee wears out, um, how would you better repair it so it's easy for the consumer to repair? So you think about all of this. It's not just about that design. You think about that the life um, of the entire design as well. Um, so that's really important to think about. So that is um, a, kind of like a quick overview of the design process here at Carhartt. I also um, added a few slides of the importance of DNA, you know, the makeup of the brand and the product, right? So I wanted to share with you sort of our five pillars of what makes Carhartt Carhartt, you know, and you know what we ha- what I really instill in the design team to think through as they build every product is to ensure that we're authentic because we're really fortunate to be a brand that's been around for 132 years. So we have to remember that history. First and foremost, we have to be functional and purposeful. Otherwise, we're not Carhartt, you know. Um, and then we have to be durable because we want tr- our consumer to trust us that we're a brand for them. I mean, durability is key. If, um, and longevity is key for our product. And we don't want to forget about value. So we call it endearing value. We talk a lot about uh, ensuring that we we stretch their hard-earned dollar. We say that all the time, right? We don't, you know, it'd be so easy if you go into a brand and you could design a $500 t-shirt because that, that won't be challenging at all, right? You can just pick the right fabric. You you don't have to worry about price point. But if you have to design a $20 product, it is the most challenging thing as a designer. But it is also the most rewarding because then you know you're you're able to really stretch that consumer's hard-earned dollar and really ensure that the value is there for them. So that's something important to think about as you get into the industry. Um, And at Carhartt, versatility is key. And that's how we expand and grow upon our brand is that we do have to think outside of that job site. We have to ensure that the product works for them outside of work as well. 
Um, and then, so I wanted to kind of just go over it. Um, being authentic to us is um, understanding that our brand isn't just a logo, you know, um, or just a product. Um, it's a set of our values and our promises, right? So it's much more than just um, a jacket, a t-shirt, a cargo pant. It's about our values and our promises to ourselves and to our consumers. That's how being authentic is at Carhartt. Um, and I talked about functional functionality and purposeful is um, everything we do here, every stitch line, every design decision you make, every dart, every pocket, it has to have a purpose. Um you know, and that's so different from when I, where I was 10 years ago, because uh, truly when I was fat and fast fashion, we just did what was re- relevant in terms of trends. We thought we did what was cool. Um, and really, there wasn't much purpose. Um, and that's why I kind of feel like, oh, I founded myself like I founded um, what I really wanted to do um, in terms of my career in design is really, truly being proud of what I put out there. Cause I, well, my dad's a farmer, so I can always test product with him, but then I know um, that it's purposeful um, that my, my talents aren't wasted basically. Right. Um, so we do this by solving for specific problems, you know, um, environments um, and really extreme work conditions, um, whether it's like weather, um, extreme weather or, or, or work conditions in terms of, you know, I was just talking to um a consumer who works, um, who, who's a welder, right. And, um, understanding the heat conditions that they're in, um, although he works indoors, um, he needs a farm material product and he needs certain things from Carhartt that we may or may not have. So we're always, um, understanding the extremities that they, they put themselves and their bodies through every day because we're here to, to really serve them with our product. Um, And then we want to ensure that we provide the highest quality, the most functional clothing um, for our consumers needs. Um, We don't think of our apparel as clothing. We think about our apparel as wearable equipment, um, the gear that really protects them. I want to talk about how important durability is too. Um, and how we do things a little bit different at, at Carhartt. And I'll, I'll share with you. So right now it is November and I am just kicking off my materials for fall 23. So it's 2021 and I'm, I'm kicking my materials off in terms of like our raw material strategy two years um, before it's going to launch and be on the floor. And we work so early in advance because at Carhartt, the fibers and the fabrics that we put forth has to be durable. We put them through strenuous testing. Um, and we have really strict specs and guidelines in terms of wear and tear and test um, tensile strength, durability, durability, and all of that. Because um, that to us is so important and sort of the secret to why Carhartt is um, still growing and expanding is our durability. And it starts with the fiber. Um, we have to understand that our garments set the standard for workwear, right? Um, And, you know, when I first came to Carhartt, I would get letters and emails um, from women because I had, I was hired to launch or relaunch our women's line. So at that time, I would get so many stories about how um, our product is passed on from generations to generations, from dads to daughters, um, from brothers to to sisters, like, um, because it just outlasts um, many generations. And that's something we're really proud of. We love getting those stories in. So it's so important that 
the integrity of every fabric. Um, it re- begins with the fibers. So we don't go, we obviously research, we work with mills, we pull fabrications that we think will work, but we are always d- designing and developing fiber up so that it can meet, meet our own standards um, because we do pride ourselves in using the highest quality. Um, and I just threw in a few of these sketches, but for example, um, I think you guys will learn about it too. You know, a simple snap is not as simple as you think it is, right? Um, we have so many components that go into the makeup of a car or snap, um, you know, that we, we choose like double prong, not single prong fasteners. Our snaps have four to six different components to make up one snap. And the reason why is because we have the durability standards. Um, and so it's just so interesting as you think through your design decisions, whether you're pulling a zipper or a snap or you're designing how to articulate movement. Um, It's so important to think about all these details because it really does make a difference. Um, Durability, longevity is so important. Um, And I talked a little bit about enduring value, right? Um, And being fair and honest, um, providing the best value for for their hard-earned dollar. Um, So for us, um, our promise to the consumer is that so they don't have to worry about how the product performs on the job or if it wears out. You know, it just means that we are delivering quality and integrity to them, um, hoping to exceed their expectations, right? We realize um, that many of the people, our consumers, they're, especially the younger ones, they have young families. Um, they're much more than just about themselves. They have families. You know, they're, they're head of the households. They have businesses. Um, so it's so important for us to ensure that we give them the best price and the best value. Um, and for us, it's also if they are paying a little bit more, for something that is an investment, that is a garment that's going to last them a lifetime. So those things are really important as we design as well. Um, And when you have all of this, then you gain their trust. And then you don't have to really market your product because once they have your trust and they know that the product works for them, um, then they they always come back. Um, And that's just so simple in terms of business. Um, I talked a little bit about versatility, too, and um, this is actually something newer for Carhartt in terms of designing to ensure that the product works outside of the job site. Um, Versatility is so important. Like I said, when you're, you're, I mean, obviously we all lead lead complex lives and you want to ensure that the product we buy is simple and and useful um, in all aspects. So we do think about that a lot. Um, And a lot of our product now is really geared towards, yes, it can work on the job site, but yeah, you can definitely camp, hike. You could go to soccer games. Actually, it's really funny. We get a lot of people who wear Carhartt to church. You know, they're nice Carhartt to church or whatnot. You know, that's our consumer group that we we work with. Um, but uh, versatility is so important in terms of stretching that dollar as well. Um, and it's so important for the younger generation too, because they're buying less. Uh, less. They're buying less product, um, and that product just has to be more meaningful. And that product has to just work throughout. Um, their day and um, the choices they make, um, what they see day in and day out as well. So um, that's also very important. 
what I wanted to kind of, this is the end of my slide. So I'd love to talk a little bit more after this, but I really definitely wanted to end with, you know, um, whether you end up being in the industry or working way through being a designer or product developer and such, just remember to always listen, um, listen to the people who's been in the industry, listen to and learn about what not to do and what to do. Use your talents to explore, but continuous learn um, and always create and ideate and, and push for and be bold and push for that product um, and stay inspired as well. Um, because as designers, we own our own inspiration and our, it's our job to inspire others to, to really understand our, the designs and to really buy into our product. So that's so important to stay creative um, and to stay inspired. Um, and then I, you know, I, I left this little blurb here about um, our founder um, and I'll just read it for you. Since 1889, Hamilton Carhartt built his business by paying close attention to our consumers' needs, you know, so through research, through field testing, um, and really empathizing, like walking, literally walking in their shoes um, and view the world through their eyes, um, we identify and understand the wants and needs um, sometimes before they do, right? So we never stop. We always look to improve our product and ourselves um, and our deep commitment to meeting, exceeding the needs of our core consumers helps drives our innovation go forward. So that's just something really important um, to keep with, with us. Um, I try to instill it with the design team as well, but I hope that you guys, you know, are getting something out of it because being a designer is much more than just designing. Um, it's really an incredible career um, and being an industry is so rewarding. So um that's all I have for you today. So do you have any questions at all? Do you want to learn more about Carhartt or just anything in general? I'm happy, happy to answer anything. Questions? Sorry. How difficult was it to switch from fashion to more uh, functional product at Carhartt? Um, you know, that's a great question. Uh, I was at the point that I was just getting really tired of fast fashion. So it was not difficult. Um, it was not difficult for me. And, I, and, you know, I think it was easier for me to transition to workwear or more functional wear um, because I really value my parents. Um, and they're always like, you know, and I understand what they do. They are um, cattle farmers. Um, and so I, to me, it was really easy. Um, and then also like how the world is changing too. You know, fast fashion is becoming purposeful fashion now. Um, so it was an easy transition. Um, you know, and honestly, when I when I first considered it, I thought, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm going to be bored or, you know, I'm not going to have so much fun anymore because um, I actually have a degree in couture as well. I studied in Paris. So my my like education was so different from where it landed. Um but it, it, it's, it was a great, it was a really easy transaction transition because then I just felt like there was just more purpose to what I wanted to do. Um, and I came home every day, really just feeling better, um, that I was building gear and gear and, um, building protective purposeful apparel instead of just fast fashion that may be really cool. Um, I was like copying the runway. I was doing all of that, you know, which was fun. It was really fun when I did it, but, I just found more meaning um, when I transitioned over to more purposeful workwear. Oh, uh, 
you know what, I didn't hear some of it, but was the question, um, how do we say competitive with other uh, workwear brands out there coming in with lower price points? Was that the question? Yeah, in a nutshell. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's really challenging. Um, and what we do, um, there's just so much behind the scenes, um, really. But what keeps us you know, if you look at brands like Dickies who are able to do it um, at a lower price point is um, when you compare the durability um, and the quality standards, Carhartt is just, um, you know, obviously I'm a little biased, but but Carhartt, our standard just is so much more higher. Um, and then when it comes to um, workwear kind of being a trend and so many startups happening around us, we keep ourselves really informed of what they're, they're getting at and what they're um, targeting. Um, and to keep our prices lower and to ensure that we're competitive, we have like large supply chain strategies to ensure that we are competitive. But what we don't do is we never lower our quality standards. And it is really challenging the environment, the competitiveness and the, the workwear environment now, because I would say probably 10 years ago, there wasn't much competition, but now there's a lot of great new workwear brands out there. A lot of the like Patagonia starting their own workwear line, um, smaller startups like True Work and um, um, other brands that are really um, targeting women um, who work in the industry, we have to keep informed and we have to continuously push ourselves. But what we don't do is we don't lower our quality standards. And, and that is something that um, is challenging. Um, but we feel in the long run, it's better for the consumer and, and for the brand. Hope that answers your question. Uh, we'll go right here and then we'll jump back there. So one thing I thought was interesting was Carhartt has always been kind of a work brand. I remember my dad always wearing Carhartt jackets and everything. But then just a couple of years ago, it seemed like it blew up as this huge fashion trend. And everybody was getting Carhartt wasn't actually working in it. That come as a surprise to you guys? Did that change the way you were designing products? How did that kind of affect you there? Yeah, um, that's a great question. And actually, that's so much fun as a design team, because obviously, you you want to be, um, you know, obviously, we we don't set the tra- trends, right? Or we don't, we don't set what's going to be iconic, or what's going to be cool, like the consumer, people who wear the product tell us, right? Um, so and it's fun. It's fun for my younger designers um, to really uh, work in the work. Like a lot of my younger designers, like our youngest recruiters, they come into Carhartt because it's like really cool right now. Um, but we, we don't think about what's trendy or not. Um, it doesn't change the way we work because what, what like, you know, you all know trends go in and out. Right. So back in the 90s, <laughs> Carhartt was really cool. Right. Like all the rappers were wearing it street where they made it streetwear um, and whip made it really, really cool. Our WIP line and young skaters were wearing it in Europe and across the U.S. And but we always say true to who we are in terms of ensuring it's durable, ensuring that it's authentic. Um, and um, so that I think is why we're trendy because we're not trying to be trendy, right? Um, But a great thing that happened out of that, though, is that now we're able to build different fits, you know, that that would resonate with that younger consumer coming in, because we don't, we don't care if they're not working in it, in that in the workwear, right? All we care is that, hey, they believe in hard work. They resonate with our values. And that is why we're, they're wearing or, or their grandparent, their grandfather may have worn it. And they, they, 
they value their grandparents, so they're wearing it. Whatever the case is, whether they work in workwear or not, um, we keep it we keep it real to workwear. But what I loved about what happened within the past years is that we are now able to bring in different fits, right? That may resonate with the younger consumer. We're now able to bring in lighter fabrics that are equally durable. We're now able to expand our women's line, kids' line, color. You know, our beanie is one of our biggest, the, the Carhartt beanie. It's one of our biggest styles, right? And we have about 30 colors, right? Um, And so the great thing about it being something that is cool or trendy is that we can be able to expand the line so it does fit, does have the the better color stories. Um, It resonates in different, uh, like like outdoor, um, the outdoor industry as well. So it just gives us, um, I guess, more range, to, to really build upon that product um, without, w- with always keeping workwear in mind. So it's been fun. You know, like when I first started our beanie, what we had, what it came in 12 colors, right? And that became like the biggest thing on Instagram. Um, and then now we're at 30, 30 colors. And it's so hard for us to even, the demand is so high that we're always sold out. Um, so it gives us um, car, like workwear being a trend right now, the opportunity to just really blow it out of the water with different fits. Um, growing businesses like the women's line and really bring in some cool things like more print and pattern, more color um, and lighter weight fabrics for those who may not need like a heavy weight 12 ounce duck um, to wear because they may not be working in it. So that's a really good question. Thank you. Sounds good. Well, we're unfortunately out of time. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've got another class coming in right behind okay. us. Let it go. Um, but let's give Don a a hand. We appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for listening to the Highlander podcast. For more conversations with outdoor leaders, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, watch episodes on the Outdoor Product Design and Development YouTube channel, or on opdd.usu.edu slash podcast. Follow along on Instagram at USU Outdoor Product and let us know how you're enjoying the show.